Hey guys, this is Mo Sider from the Detroit Red Wings. You guys listen to Lockdown Red Wings. You're Locked On Red Wings, your daily podcast on the Detroit Red Wings. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, everybody, welcome back to the Lockdown Red Wings podcast. Today is Wednesday, March 24th, 2021, and today's episode is brought to you by Locker Room. Download the app and join me this week uh, in the third period of Thursday's game against Nashville. I know I said that last time, but then I had to blog a Michigan State basketball game at the last minute, wasn't able to make it there. I apologize, but this time me and Scott and probably Ethan too are going to be hanging out for the third period against Smashville on Thursday night. So make sure that you guys are there. I am Detroit sports writer Nolan Bianchi with me today is host of the Bentley show, Scotty Bentley. What's going on, buddy? How's it going? Hey, just living life. Another, uh, another, another day, another shutout. So we're here to talk about it. You know, I, I was flying solo for yesterday's interview and it was the first time that I, we hadn't been together since you joined the show. I it know. felt kind of weird. Not going to lie. I know it felt weird for me too. Trust me on the outside looking in, just, just yeah. wondering, you know, what's he talking about? What kind of questions? Go check out screwing this up. You're like, send me your notes after so I can, you know. um, so quick plug. I mean, if you haven't already go back to yesterday's episode, we did a the SHL update with Mikhail home from Dauber prospects update. You guys on everything you need to know is the SHL playoffs is about to get underway. Man, Lots Dauber's of red got it prospects. Out, man. Dauber does have it figured out. We got to start They're spreading unreal. the love. We might have to get like an elite prospects guy on here someday. I agree. Uh, but for right now, I mean, we're Dauber guys through and through. Absolutely. I do have an EP ringside subscription, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, <laughs> no free ads. Uh, and then on Monday, our, our greatest interview yet, the most fun interview yet with Gary Thorne. Go check that out as well. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at LO underscore Red Wings. Me and Nolan Bianchi. Scotty at Bentley Scotty. I think that's all. I think that's all the, the business to take care of up front. The Red Wings have gone 130 minutes and 55 seconds without scoring a goal, Scott. It's not yeah. great. Uh, not great, Bob. <laughs> we haven't done a game recap since I believe last Tuesday's game. The Red Wings win on Thursday night, make it back to back. We're riding high, and then they lay an absolute dud in their next two. They do not score any other. They get shut out by the Dallas Stars. They get shut out by the Nashville Predators. And suddenly, uh, all of the air has come out of the balloon. Yeah, uh, it's it's uh, as Gary Thorne said, the air, uh, the balloon is completely deflated. It's, yes. it's tough, man. It's it's real tough. Um, this is these are the stretches you're going to go through. And obviously we're very familiar with that. But this is um, ba- like back to back shutouts is so not fun. Like it'd be one thing if it mm. was like, OK, like the the. The kids are doing stuff for, you know, we're losing games like whatever, four to three, five to four. You know what I mean? But like back to back shutouts, man, that's that's tough. So we'll break it down like probably in further in just a second. But you said something before we started recording about the process uh, and you were talking about the Tigers. But I think it's applicable to the Red Wings as well, because, I mean, you you're going to go through a lot of ups and downs like this you're and it's not so much that you think like oh this team's good but you you get glimpses of what this team can be i mean the nhl was tweeting out 
highlight from the Thursday night game uh, of a Red Wings goal. And they were like, now this is what chemistry looks like. And you're like, oh, (laughs) like when's the last time that happened? (laughs) No, absolutely. It's uh, it's wild because I what so what we were talking about is just like the this notion that a lot of fans seem to have that with any rebuilding team that you're just supposed to suck for as long as possible and then just wake up one morning at on opening day and be like, Oh, well now it's time to be good again. You know what I mean? Like, that's Mm -hmm. just not, that's just not how it works. That's not how it's ever worked. And, and we, I was talking about the tigers when we were talking about it off air and, and the one people are always like, Oh, like, look at the Astros. Like, okay like yes they cheated haha let's grow up and move on so the astros (laughs) were terrible for three years like one of the worst three-year stretches in the history of baseball worse than any three-year stretch the tigers have currently been on that being said the year after that three-year bad stretch they improved by 20 wins which still was like 72 and 90 or something but it's still you know a, a big step in the right direction, even though it's still at the bottom, because that's just how bad they were. Then the year after that, they barely squeak into the wild card game, win the wild card game, make it past the first round. And then the year after that, they're a powerhouse and a juggernaut and contending for the World Series. And then obviously in 2017, they win the World Series. This ridiculous, and it frustrates me to no end because it applies really at, now after Stafford's gone to all four of these teams. It infuriates me to no end when people just think that we are supposed to try to get the number one pick every single year and Mm -hmm. then just one day wake up and be like, nope, guess we're not supposed to like, we're going to try and win now. Like no team goes from just like years and years of horribleness to just waking up one minute, one morning and and being like a, a cup contender or whatever sport, like a title contender. That's just not how it works. So yeah, it's your original point. Like, absolutely. You're going to go through these ups and downs, but that comes with a figuring out what players are going to be part of the long-term plan and B, especially when these young kids start getting called up, you're trying to develop kids. This again, this, this whole, like do yourself a favor and for your favorite rebuilding team, don't look into wins and losses. You will drive yourself insane. It is pointless. Look at individual player development. That's the best advice I can possibly give you. And we've seen some positive developments on that front. I mean, Absolutely. even in that game on Saturday night when the Red Wings couldn't score, Philip Zadina had two great chances. Like in three years, Philip Zadina probably buries those two chances. Yep, exactly. And so when I think, you know, we're just kind of talking about things to look for. And I think, you know, maybe tonight was a little bit different because there wasn't a lot of the kids out there. Uh, Christian Juice was out of the lineup. That was kind of confusing to me, especially when you're going to roll with 7D and uh, you you can't score. You can't score. You're rolling with 7D. And one of the guys that you're scratching is one of your best offensive defensemen. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And and like you said, on top of that, then we we have the – the, I know it's frustrating for people and we've gotten to plenty of arguments about it on the show, but you know, some of those prospects that have come up aren't up, but we have gotten a look at some dudes specifically on the defensive end lately, mm-hmm. we've gotten a look at some, some dudes that, uh, so that's kind of exciting. Like it's not all, it's not, and people don't realize how young some of these dudes are too, you know, like, like Fabry and such, like this isn't just a bunch of like, it's not Larkin in the, in the, 35 year old club like it's Mm. not you know what I mean like there are some younger people on there it's just 
it's definitely like you want to see bigger names and stuff. So I get the impatience with people, but yeah, there's absolutely some really good development happening. Even in these losses, it just takes a, a, well, we should actually backtrack on that because it hasn't necessarily shown in these last two losses. I mean, these last uh, two games no. were about as, games as boring as you could possibly Correct. ever uh, imagine. And and that has had a part to do with it too. Like when you're not good, at least be entertaining. And exactly. the Red Wings have done neither of those things in these exactly. past two games. And I think that's made things pretty frustrating. But we do have some positive developments. Uh, well, actually, some, yeah, some positive, some negative. We got uh, draft lottery update. We have uh, an SHL update to kind of pile on to something that we talked about uh, a little bit yesterday. We're going to continue to break down these games uh, as we continue on here. But first, we got to talk to you guys today about Locker Room. Now, listen, Locker Room is the first social audio platform made for sports fans. It's made for you. This app is free to download. And once you're in, you can talk with me. You can talk with Scott, other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time about your favorite team or sport. Like I said at the top of the show, we will be hosting a room for Lockdown Red Wings once a week. And yes, you can finally join in on the conversation that you listen to here every day. Locker Room is the perfect place to start or join conversations about the league. You'll find fans just like you just like you on locker room for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and of course, reacting to big news or rumors. You'll have the chance to chat with me, Scotty, and probably Ethan uh, on Thursday night, and even have a chance to be featured on the lockdown Red Wings podcast through our locker room conversation. So like I said, during the third period, we'll tweet it out. We'll let you know. Uh, and, and you guys can join us on there. So go download the free locker room app currently available on all iOS devices. Be sure to create a profile, link your Twitter and join the NFL or and join the NHL group for the latest updates. Follow us at Lockdown Red Wings to be notified when our room goes live, because I know you won't want to miss it. I'm planning to be live, like I said, this Thursday during the third period against the National Predators. Can't wait to hear everybody's thoughts on the Red Wings, and we'll see you there at Locker Room, changing the way that we talk sports. Also going to talk to you guys today about Built Bar. Now, we've been telling you about Built Bar. It's the best tasting protein bar on the market. We've been telling you for a while now. Built Bar is the amazing low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, amazing tasting protein bar with 100% chocolate on all the bars. And now it is time to find out which Built Bar is the best, folks. It is Built Bar madness and today we've got an excellent matchup for you it is cookies and cream versus the coconut almond now i swear on my life if we have four coconuts in the fantastic four i am going to lose my mother effing mind now i don't know if lemon almond cheesecake won today yet or not still got to wait for those results to come in but the cookies and cream uh is something that you kind of want to pin your hopes on this is a a blue blood to the nth degree a guy that or a, a flavor that you expect to be there in the end uh and that's kind of who i'm gonna end up going with in today's matchup you can make your voice be heard i'm sure you've tried them all uh so i know you've got strong opinions on them go to billbar.com and vote uh and remember to use your promo code locked 15 to get 15 percent off of your next order that is locked 15 to get 15% off of your next order at BuiltBar.com and check back today to see who won today's matchup and who will become the best-tasting protein bar. Back to Littstrom, couldn't one-time it. Littstrom to Zetterberg. Cornwall shooting, score! Cornwall wins it, 400 for Chris Osgood! 
Get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast wherever you get your podcasts. All right, Scotty Bentley bringing it back here for segment two at the Lockdown Red Wings podcast. Now, we do have uh, a not-so-great development that did happen in that Thursday night, and that is that Jonathan Bernier uh, is out. He's still right now considered day-to-day, uh, so there is still hope that by Thursday he comes back and he plays in the second game against Nashville. Uh, but this is, uh, again, not a great blow. He, I think it would be just fine with Jonathan Bernier. The Red Wings never played Dallas ever again. That's the second time that he's got hurt against the stars and I think just two games. Uh, so we'll see what happens there, but grace, he wasn't bad on Saturday. He was downright awful uh, tonight. He was over committing like a, like I was going to say like a mother. He was over committing like crazy. Uh, and, and he got away with it. I think it was in the second period. Uh, there was like he, it was a three on two or something like that. He overcommitted uh, after the pass was made. And then uh, there was a scrum in front. I think the puck ended up like hitting Philip Aronik, but it was like earmarked for the back of the net. Uh, and then moments later, he overcommits on a guy carrying the puck wide and ends up losing his stick because he doesn't know where he is. And when he tries to swing back around, it drills off the post, it goes flying, and then he gets beat. And the Thomas Grice experiment. I'm over it. Yeah. It's, it's not good. He, he's a backup, man. You know, he's a, he's, he's a backup. It's not, it, it's not anything. It's not anything personal. You know, it's not, yeah. it's not <laughs> anything personal. I guess the guy was like, come on. Like he's a backup. I don't know. Like, um, yeah, the, the Bernier thing. Look, man, like, uh, well, so the Bernier thing is twofold, right? Like if the Red Wings right. look to move him at the trade deadline, exactly. he is a pending UFA. Like exactly. that is, uh, that is going to be unfortunate if this turns into it's something bigger and, uh, <laughs> to the nth degree, I've been saying that a lot lately for some reason. <laughs> I have no idea why, uh, if you want to trade him at the trade deadline and he's hurt and this lingers, then that is a problem. If he uh, is just hurt in general and he can't play and you have Thomas Grice going into every game as your starter, that is also a problem because this is the same problem that we had with Jimmy Howard last season when whenever he's a net, for whatever reason, the team can't score and he can't stop a beach ball. So uh, there, there are just a lot of problems that this creates. And I was kind of thinking to myself like, well, you know, maybe it's not the worst thing in the world if Bernier misses a few games. Maybe Grice can pick up some momentum uh, as he heads into the trade deadline. And then if Bernier is gone, maybe we're looking at the situation and, and being somewhat marginally confident about it. But no, that is not what happened. Uh, the first one wasn't really his fault. The, the ones on Saturday night weren't really his fault. Uh, but again... He's got the lowest goals saved above expected in the entire league. Uh, I don't see him really turning it around anytime yeah. soon. Yeah, no. I mean, again, he's, he's a backup. He's a backup. Just, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like, and again, like that's fine. Every team needs a backup. You, can, you can't roll out there with one goalie going all 82 or 72 or whatever. But, like, he is he, – he is – we are – they were or <laughs> we thought they were. You know, like – who we thought he was. <laughs> We are who we thought they were. Like he is, he's a backup. And like, <laughs> and we let him in the net. <laughs> <laughs> Literally like, like it, it's just, we are getting what we, we had a conversation about it last week. Like, um, and, and you said like, you know, these Red Wings fans are in for a rude awakening when we trade Bernier away about like what, how good he actually was. And we're going to get a, a, a nice 
kick in the gut because like we're we're all gonna realize really quickly kind of what we're missing out on and that's that's just happening earlier than we thought because of this mm-hmm. injury where people are just you know we're starting to really quickly realize just how how uh how valuable bernier was and and i personally i'm mostly upset just about you covered it but just about the potential trade that could be that could be shot down now that's obviously a a big blow if if that's someone we planned on moving or that that the front office believed that we could have got a decent haul for at the deadline that's that's obviously a big blow if he's like not you know if he becomes not tradable anymore i mean lord knows so yeah, it, like you said, it, it's two or threefold the amount of s- scenarios and, and avenues that open up uh, negatively now that he has heard a, a lot of things, a lot of things that uh, that could go wrong are going wrong because Christ, he, he's a backup. So I saw some people talking about it on the timeline during the game. Uh, is it Keith Petrozelli time? That is a great question. It, it can't be it's Keith Petrozelli time yet because uh, he will be playing in the NCAA tournament this mm. Friday. Now it looked like Quinnipiac was going to be out of the tournament. They lost a heartbreaker in overtime in the ECAC championship on Saturday night, lost their automatic bid. St. Lawrence goes in, but then less than 24 hours later, St. Lawrence pops positive for COVID and uh, Quinnipiac gets the automatic bid in the NCAA tournament. Keith Petrozelli has had a great year. He had a great year last year. You had th- uh, 920 save percentage with 2.01 goals against average. That's great. He emerged as one of the top Red Wings prospects uh, at that position. And then this year, he's a Hobie Baker finalist. He upsets save percentage to 927. And he lowers that goals against average to 1.82. Now, I'm excited to watch him throughout this tournament that, you know, just kind of a, as a programming note, that's going to be something you're going to want to watch for this weekend and maybe even beyond that. Hopefully they can get to the final four. Maybe we'll see him in a, or the frozen four. Maybe we'll see him in a, in a matchup with Michigan somewhere uh, down the road. That'd be but a trick. I, I really think that like when you have a goaltender who's this hot and he's coming off such a great season, I don't see why you don't immediately call him up uh, as soon as his season's over. So that'll be something to watch for. It'll be fun, man. And like we talked about at the beginning, like when we were talking about um, that whole rant I went on, right? Like it's a lot, it's a lot more enjoyable to watch games when you at least are losing games, but have like top prospects in there and, and names in there and people that could actually be part of the future in there. You know what I mean? Like as great as Bernier is, he's not going to be around when this team's good again. He is, you know, he's 32 or whatever. He, he's not, he's not the long-term solution at goalie. So as great as he is and stuff, it, it'd be awesome to see a younger kid in there and, and for any position, but specifically, you know, we're talking about it. So this one, just anything, anything to make these games more enjoyable. I am all about. <laughs> uh, also should update you real quick before we go to the next break, Robbie Fabry stick taps to him. Uh, two goals oh, on yeah. Thursday night. Great game uh, on his part. Chalowski making his season debut first impressions on there. I mean, it was, okay decent he didn't really make any yeah fine fine uh <laughs> played like 12 minutes got a negative one nothing else he was fine sure. yeah um all right yeah all right we're gonna break down the uh nhl latest draft lottery rule changes also uh an shl update also the grand rapids griffins sign somebody do an amateur tryout today find out who it is in the next segment but first i gotta talk to you about betonline.ag uh Football might be over, but guess what, folks? NHL, the NBA, in March, man, it's the most glorious betting time of the year. 
is in full swing. They've got men and women's. You can bet on it all. It's fantastic. Uh, you can sit on your butt on, you know, while you're sitting at work, you can bet on games. You can be sweating out, you know, uh, Missouri state covering the over, uh, while you go to lunch at Burger King with your coworkers. It's absolutely awesome. Uh, bet online even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. They've got real time updated odds and props on almost anything that you can imagine. Bet online also has you covered for the, the news scores and the odds. It's the best way to place your bets and it is free to sign up. So head on over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Uh, when you use our promo code lockdown, that's L O C K E D O N to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Once again, promo code lockdown at bet online, your online sportsbook experts. And just missed. Moving up, Whitney. Whitney circling. Three to go. Eiserman. Oh. Two seconds. Score! Steve Eiserman. Oh my God. Seven seconds left. The Red Wings Get the upper hand in your fantasy league with daily fantasy hockey advice from Lockdown Fantasy Hockey. Fantasy hockey expert Scott Cullen gives you the tips, insights, and analysis for season-long dynasty and DFS leagues. Follow the Lockdown Fantasy Hockey podcast on the radio.com app or wherever. You get your podcast. All right, Scotty, segment three here at the Lockdown Red Wings podcast. Uh, let's move on to some lighter news, shall we? Uh, the NHL on Tuesday announced that it has officially changed their uh, draft lottery rules. Basically, the only one that you have to worry about for the 2021 draft is the fact that the drawings will be le- uh, changed from three to two. So only two teams will get picked to be in the lottery. And then next season uh, in the 2022 lottery, teams will be restricted from moving up more than 10 spots, which is a a good thing for the Red Wings, considering uh, that they will probably be in contention for that pick again. Uh, And teams cannot win the lottery more than twice in a five-year period. Wins in the lottery prior to 2022 will not be counted towards this total. Overall thoughts. Uh, well, like you said, for starters, my initial thought is uh, for the you can't jump more than 10 rule. I mean, that's sweet for us because that's less competition to take our, our top seed there. Um, and uh, also, no more Team X. That'd be nice. Not yeah. have a Team X get 1-1. One, one. That'd be kind of cool. Um, so, like, that, that part's fine. Uh, I still have some... Uh, maybe pushback against the, like, you can't win the lottery. What was it? Two times in three years or something like two that. and five, two and five. See, like that's, that's a little, but also like, I mean, the thing is <laughs> like the, so just the changes in general will limit the amount of teams that are going to be eligible for the lottery. Like if you have, sure. cause if you can't jump up more than 10 spots and you finish bottom 11, five years in a row, like that's uh, that's kind of crazy. Uh, and I know this is like the admin. <laughs> you, you're bad. Yeah. yeah. You're just, you're, you're just right. generally speaking awful. Uh, right. And you know, that it's the Edmonton rule, the New Jersey devils, I believe won the lottery twice in a span of, uh, or in that same span. So it doesn't happen often. Um, I honestly, I look at these changes and I'm like, I, I don't really care. I, I gotta be honest. Like if they would happen three years ago, maybe I would have cared. Maybe it'll come up if the Red Wings can swipe a couple draft picks from teams who are destined for the bottom of the standings in upcoming years. Uh, but for right now, like I just, it, it doesn't really move the needle a whole lot for me uh, with the exception of the fact that only two teams will be able to jump in front of right. them in 2022. And so like, is that really that big of a win? I don't know. I, I, I 
get the notion and I think most Red Wings fans get the notion that by 2022, 2023, like that lottery that they will hope to be climbing out of that. They will hope to be not at the bottom of the standings. And so uh, I don't know. I just, it just, I don't care. Yeah. I think that's totally fair. I think like at the end of the day, you are with how bad we uh, last year and probably this year, like if we're not getting one, one, we're going to be a little let down as is. So like all the rest is, is whatever kind of a smoke screen, I guess you would say mm. for us of being like, okay, like this is just more rules in a lottery that we're going to get hosed by anyway. Like that's, you know, that's the pessimist in me, but like, I, I guess I can see your point. I, I, the only thing I have with, with the two and five years thing is just like when it comes to trades, like, if you're like, if you're just lucking into that, I guess I could see that more. But if, if you're, I don't know, maybe I'm just talking out of my whatever, but like, I, I don't know. I, I feel like uh, it's not a, a big enough problem to address and you're kind of maybe first round picks don't have as much interest. We kind of talked about this on a, on a previous podcast, but like first round picks may have different value now. If like, if a team has one, two in a five-year stretch, like, okay, like, I know for a fact, this isn't going to be one, one, you know, this maybe Mm -hmm. values this pick a little more or, or, okay, we've already won two uh, in the last five years. So you're never not going to take a first round pick if it's on the table, but like, maybe you don't need to push as hard. It's like, okay, we're not going to get one, one anyway. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I just haven't thought about it enough, but you definitely have a point. Uh, next thing we got Alvin Groove. He was signed to, uh, an amateur trial with the Grand Rapids Griffins, 2019 third round pick 66th overall. And this from our friend, Mikhail Holm, who was on yesterday's episode. He said, he's a skilled fast winger that will annoy the shit out of the opponents and throw some hard hits. That's what you're getting in Groove. Give him a chance to show his skill and you'll get way more, uh, than you expect. So that'll be something to keep an Beautiful. eye on as well. Donovan Sabrangle also had an amateur tryout before the season that worked well. He's progressing pretty nicely. So hopefully, uh, something similar can happen to Groove. One last thing before we sign off here. Uh, I, we kind of skipped over this when we were talking about tonight's game, the hot mic in the Nashville mm, and, yes. uh, Red Wings game as clear as day, not a good look, uh, as they're going to commercial, you can hear the ref saying, uh, it wasn't much. Actually, Brian, can you throw in the audio? It wasn't much, but I wanted to get a fucking penalty against Nashville early in the. He said it wasn't much, but I wanted to get a fucking penalty against Nashville early in the, and then it cut out. Uh, and so basically, he called like a ticky tack call, uh, just for the hell of it. Like I, I really, really wish we could have gotten the end of that hot mic, but uh, it is what it is, and it's just not a good look. No, it's absolutely not a good look. You, yeah. I mean, you're talking about, oh man, like the repercussions that could come from that are, are dangerous, man. You're talking about a guy. And again, it, we don't want to put too much out there. We didn't hear the end of it, I guess, but it, this heavily implies that, like you said, man, like that. He, he was, was looking like, to oh, call like, I, right. He's like, yeah. I'm going to be really ticky tacky. And I'm just trying to find anything I can to call a penalty here because I think they deserve one basically. And not that, you know what I mean? I think that's a little, that's hey, some teams don't need the help, buddy. All right. For starters, we're, <laughs> we're, we're struggling enough on our own. We don't need any of that on top of it, but 
that's a, that's a tough look, man. That's a tough look. <laughs> uh, anything else you got on these uh, next couple of games? We got a TED talk coming tomorrow with Ted Coffin. That's going to be really exciting. That's always a great time. Those are my favorite episodes uh, or favorite recurring episodes that we do. Um, so that'll be, that'll be something to look forward to. Make sure you subscribe uh, and be, have that waiting for you when you wake up in the morning. I can, I asked you a question that I just kept talking. Do you have anything else, Scott? <laughs> um, I don't think, what did we, uh, we talked about something before that you were like, Hey, say that. What was it? Oh, stats with Scott. Uh, oh yeah. Scott. Two or less Actually, goals. Wait, wait, wait. Save that for save that for another time. Okay, that was, okay. that was a gold that, that, little nugget that, 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 that we don't want to just throw away. All right. Hey, I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it. Then no, I don't need I don't. <laughs> Nolan. I'm forgetting names now. <laughs> Brutal. All right. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Same time, same place. It's your team every day. Locked on Red Wings, your daily podcast on the Detroit Red Wings, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.